The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I remember booking a canoeing trip on Bear Lake with Viator. I remember my wife's sweet smile taking me back to us canoeing in summer camp. I remember thinking, my oh my, this moment is nothing short of perfect. I remember turtles. We all remember things differently. What's important is that they're worth remembering. From canoeing to the Coliseum, you can book it all. Use code Viator10 in the app for 10% off your first booking. Viator. One site, over 300,000 experiences you'll remember. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and have more meaningful conversations, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Now, if you want to get 10% off your order right now, you can go to poddex.com and type in coupon code, what's the code? Larry21. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level. Welcome to the Cinema Gold Show, your home for all movie, TV, streaming, and other film news from around the industry. Join us as we dive into the latest headlines. Welcome to the Cinema Gold Show. I am your host, Larry Lease. Today we're going to be looking at the latest box office news and movie news from around the industry. First, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Poddex, for sponsoring this episode. You can check them out today at poddex.com and use the promo code LARRY21 for 10% off your first purchase. And now, our first main topic. Eternals holds off a big red dog. The MCU's latest leads a lackluster weekend as we look ahead to the big tentpole holiday releases during the weekend of November 12th to 14th. Excuse me. There wasn't a lot of fanfare at the box office this weekend, and Sony may regret moving Ghostbusters Afterlife from its original release date on Thursday, November 11th, to next week on November 19th. Call it the calm before a holiday season, as kids are getting vaccinated in great numbers, 
in the industry is hoping there are plenty of returns to movie theaters before the new Spider-Man film sets a new benchmark. But there is another comic book film that continues to lead the way, and this weekend provided more clues just far it will go. Disney Marvel The Eternals once again led the box office for a second straight week. It fell 61% down to $27.5 million, which tracks with most of the films earning over $70 million in their opening weekend. Well, this year, of course. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings fell 54%, while Venom, Let There Be Carnage, Black Widow, F9 fell between 64.7% and 67.8%. Eternals had the second best hold among the five top openers. The haul this weekend brings the film total up to 119 million. That's far lower than Shang-Chi, Venom 2, and Black Widow had after 10 days. The total is also still higher than F9's 116.1 million at the same point, and that provides hope that Eternals can reach the 175 million floor every MCU film, not titled The Incredible Hulk, has hit. Eternals total ranks between the first Twilight film and the first Toy Story among all-time November releases. Two films that grossed 192 million and 191 million respectively. Though both of them had lower openings and much higher second weeks. Again, in Eternals favor is the fact that the only November releases to have grossed 100 million in 10 days and not break 175 million were The Matrix Revolutions, Fantastic Beasts, The Crime of Grindelwald, Die Another Day, 2012 and Quantum of Solace. Fantastic Beasts was the highest 10-day total among them with 116 million, so this could indeed be close. But putting Eternal's final haul right around 175 million is our starting point this week. Globally, it's currently over 281 million. After an indefinite delay from the studio and a yank from the Toronto Film Festival, Clifford the Big Red Dog had a 16.4 million opening weekend, even as it premiered on Paramount Plus at the same time. That is added to tallies from its opening since Wednesday, which is now total 22 million. Is this as big a deal as some are saying? Is this a sign that families are now coming back to theaters? Well, not entirely. The baseline for a family film debuting as a hybrid on the streaming service came from this summer's Paw Patrol, which had a 13.1 million opening and 15.6 million five-day haul. Like all films this past week, Clifford saw a nice bump from Veterans Day on Thursday. The mostly live-action Clifford is actually on pace with the Boss Baby family business, which had 22 million after five days. So yes, it is a fine start for the Big Red Dog, and the Thanksgiving holiday will only help if everyone doesn't switch over to Encanto, but it is still nothing for the industry to get pumped about especially if a portion of their demographic is still unvaccinated and staying home to watch. Speaking of films you can see at home, Warner Brothers Dune Part 1 may have gotten what it needs to become the, just the second HBO Max hybrid release to gross over $100 million. $5.5 million is the 8th best fourth weekend of the pandemic, and the film is still relatively closely aligned to the numbers that Jungle Cruise had over the summer. Dune is at $93.1 million after just a 28% drop, that is a better fourth weekend drop than every other Warner Brother HBO Max release except Tom and Jerry, which fell just 8%. All the other films fell over 40%, including their lone 100 million grosser, Godzilla vs. Kong, which fell 45.9% to 4.29 million. 
Their current champ took 40 days before it reached 93 million. Also available for a cost at home this past week, whether people were aware or not, was No Time to Die. Nevertheless, it fell only 23% this weekend, grossing 4.6 million to become just the fifth film during the pandemic to gross over 150 million. The film continues to pace ahead of A Quiet Place 2, now beating its fifth weekend as it marched towards 160 million. Globally, the film is approaching 700 million, hitting an even bigger milestone as Venom. Let there be carnage, with an impressive 100% or 10%, excuse me, drop in its seventh weekend, earning 4 million to become only the second film in the pandemic to gross 200 million domestic, which we'll later talk, discuss even further. It has made over 430 million worldwide. In the back half of the top 10, we continue to see Wes Anderson's *The French Dispatch*, drawing its share of the specialty audience with another 1.7 million. Its total rises to 11.5 million, and it's currently the only film during the pandemic to open fewer than 1,500 theaters and gross more than 7 million. Neon is hoping that Pablo Lorraine Spencer can join that exclusive club. That film added 269 theaters to its run this weekend and watched it gross 1.5 million to bring its total to 4.7 million. Also opening this weekend is the award hopeful. Belfast, a semi-autobiographical drama from Focus opened to 1.6 million in just 580 theaters for a $2,700 per theater average, slightly stronger than Spencer's $2,100 average opening in 996 theaters last week, and better than the studio's release of The Card Counter in the same number of theaters. It went on to gross $2.65 million. As teased earlier, Sony and Jason Reitman's Ghostbusters Afterlife finally hits theaters after a 14-month delay from July 2020. It will take over the box office conversation next weekend, as we'll see if nostalgia can drive it to become one of the biggest hits of the season. It currently stands at 73% on the tomato meter and may indeed dip lower. Also opening is King Richard, with Will Smith in a performance getting a lot of awards attention as Venus and Serena Williams' father. The drama will also be streaming as part of your HBO Max subscription and currently stands at 91% with critics. And now our second topic, like we mentioned earlier. Venom is the second film of the pandemic to gross $200 million domestically. Over the weekend, Venom Leather Carnage crossed the $200 million mark at the domestic box office. Makes it just the second film since the pandemic began to earn that much money in the U.S. alone. Legend of the Ten Rings is the other. Those numbers are all more impressive when you consider that the first Venom movie, released in 2018 when the theatrical landscape was completely different, grossed $213 million in theaters. So the sequel has a chance to tie or surpass the original in the middle of the COVID era. No wonder Sony is so bullish on continuing to mine Spider-Man comics for more spinoff movies. Um, these are the top grossing movies of 2021 in the U.S. according to Box Office Mojo. Um, at number 10 you got Godzilla vs. Kong and then Jungle Cruise followed by Eternals then Free Guy, No Time to Die um, number 5 A Quiet Place Part 2 number 4 is F9 number 3 is Marvel's Black Widow 
At number two is Sony's Venom Let There Be Carnage at 202 million. And then at number one, you have Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings at 224 million. The box office has a long way to go before it's considered fully recovered from the pandemic. In 2019, 29 movies made more than 100 million in the U.S. so far. So far in 2021, there's been only nine with less than two months and only a handful of blockbusters to go in the year. Still, it's good to know that if you put Tom Hardy in a movie with a wisecracking alien sludge that enjoys eating human brains, people will still come. I take a great deal of comfort in that. And now, on to our next topic. Before we do, let us know your thoughts about the box office um, current landscape and whether do you think it'll slowly be able to recover um, before this year runs out? Let us know in the comment section below. And as always, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. But let's move on to our next topic, which is Lucasfilm has renewed Kathleen Kennedy's contract through 2024. Lucasfilm President Kathleen Kennedy extends her contract with the studio for another three years, keeping her as a president until at least 2024. When Disney acquired Lucasfilm in 2012, Lucas handpicked Kennedy to be the studio's new president, entrusting his old colleague to oversee a new wave of Star Wars and Indiana Jones projects. Nearly a decade later, a slate of five Star Wars movies have been released. A plethora of Star Wars TV shows are coming through the pipeline. Indiana Jones 5 is currently filming ahead of its uh, 2023 release date. Kennedy's tenure has proven to be divisive among audiences for a variety of reasons. Outside of creative decisions made for the Star Wars sequel trilogy splitting audiences, Lucasfilm has become rather infamous for behind-the-scenes turmoil, resulting in several filmmakers leaving the studio. Phil Lord and Chris Miller's shocking firing from Solo, a Star Wars story, is the most notable example. But Lucas, Lucasfilm has also parted ways with Josh Trank, Colin, Colin Trevorrow, and others. More recently, Patty Jenkins' Star Wars spinoff, Rogue Scotland, was delayed due to creative differences. This has caused some to believe Lucasfilm would be better off without Kennedy, but, alas, she's sticking around. In Matthew Bologna's newsletter for Puck, it's mentioned Kennedy's deal with Lucasfilm has been extended, keeping her in place as president until at least 2024. Kennedy previously had her contract extended for three years back in 2018, so a decision on her future had to be made soon. Even with the news about the Rogue Squadron delay, it would appear Disney is pleased with the way Kennedy is running Lucasfilm. Despite the sequel trilogy earning a mixed reception, Star Wars seems to be in strong place on the small screen. Mandalorian is the crown jewel of Disney Plus's lineup. You also have the Book of Boba Fett coming soon, Obi-Wan Kenobi, which everyone's dying to see, Ahsoka, and then Andor, and plenty more on the way. It remains to be seen how successful each of these series are, but anticipation for all are high, and the Disney higher-ups must be impressed by what they've seen so far. Indiana Jones 5 is also shaping up to be intriguing, with Logan director James Mangold calling the shots on Harrison Ford's probable final performance as the archaeologist. There is plenty of excitement surrounding these projects, though it will still be interesting to see what happens over the few, next few years. 
Disney, of course, wants to bring Star Wars back to movie theaters at some point. Should creative differences with directors persist, the company may decide to go in a different direction after 2024. Those type of issues pop up in the industry, but they've been quite prevalent in Lucasfilm since Kennedy took over. Lucasfilm's brass needs to work on ironing out any creative issues early in the process. By the time a new Star Wars movie is announced, everyone involved should be on the same page. And our final topic, Lethal Weapon 5 is being directed by Mel Gibson himself. The actor who starred in the franchise as Martin Riggs, opposite Danny Glover as Roger Murtaugh, will be following the footsteps of the late Richard Donner. Gibson confirmed the news at a fan event in London, which took place in Intercontinental London, the O2, on Saturday. The man who directed all lethal films, Richard Donner, he's a big guy, Gibson told the crowd. He was developing the screenplay and he got pretty far along with it. And he said to me one day, listen kid, if I kick the bucket, you will do it. And I said, shut up. But he did indeed pass away. He went on to say, but he did ask me to do it, and at the time I didn't say anything. He said to his wife, and to the studio and the producer, so I will be directing the fifth one. Mel Gibson has previously um, directed Hacksaw Ridge, Apocalypto, Passion of the Christ. It's not yet been confirmed whether he will reprise his role as Riggs in the new film, nor whether uh, Donald Glover will return. The late filmmaker told the Daily Telegraph, quote, This is the final one. It's both my privilege and duty to put it to bed. It's exciting, actually. <laughs> it's the last one, I promise you that. And now, our final segment, which we like to refer to as the Poddex Film Night segment. So, to wrap up this episode, on our final segment... Today's question is, if you could go to the movies unlimited times for free, how often would you go? Um, that's a tough question, but to think it through, I would probably go, if I can make it somehow, because it currently wouldn't work with my work schedule, but I'd go at least um, Friday through Sunday each week, just to catch up on like the big movies that have that are uh, that get released and then catch up on all the lesser known movies that nobody really pays attention to so yeah probably three times a week for each week so let us know what how many times you would go to the movies unlimited times for free how often would you go let us know in the comments section below and as always thank you for watching and if you want to support the sh channel and our podcast, you can buy us a coffee at findmeacoffee.com slash cinemagold. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. Hey, thanks for watching the Cinema Gold Show podcast. Check out these other videos if you're interested in our content. And don't forget to subscribe to the channel. You have been listening to The Cinema Gold Show. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on all your favorite podcast platforms as well as...
support the show by buying us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash cinema gold. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. When you bundle your renters and auto insurance with Progressive, you could save money. But it doesn't cover any terrible memories living rent-free in your head. Hey, just wanted to remind you of that time your kicker missed the extra point and lost the game. Even though he literally never missed an extra point, he chose this playoff game to miss. Yeah, I just noticed you hadn't thought about that in a bit. Wouldn't want you to miss, you know, thinking about it. Sorry, we can't save you from that memory. But we could save you money bundling your renters and auto insurance with Progressive. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Renters insurance and bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.